Welcome to the Queen City Preachers Podcast. I'm Pastor Andrew. And I'm Pastor Molly. And it's Christmas week. Yay! Yay! It's like the Great British kind Baking of. Show, except without the baking. It's a, Is it the finals week? Is it finals week? Wow. Oh, so the preachers go to the pulpit, <laughs> and it's the pulpit off? <laughs> preach off? The Great British <laughs> Preach? No. But you already one rock paper scissors so you're preaching on christmas eve yeah, yeah. <laughs> just kidding that's not how we decide <laughs> is that a win wait no uh you get to choose <laughs> you get to choose yes or no if you yeah. want to or don't want to yeah so it'll be it'll be good but like yeah it's here it's like here. yeah advent's and wrapping up and what it is some would say imminent and what is also imminent is a very intense winter storm so yeah, so so y'all stay safe, and if you yeah. come to worship, uh, please be advised to do so safely, and mm-hmm. um, we'll, we'll keep see. folks posted. We'll just see how it goes. Who it's, knows? Hopefully, it'll be normal. Yeah, hey, but you know, only baby Jesus knows what it will be like. Oh, so we need to pray to sweet baby Jesus. Pray to sweet baby Jesus in the yeah. manger. Okay, all right. Yeah, and speaking of a sweet baby Jesus, we um, we have here our gospel Christmas gospel quiz that we do. We've done this before. Um, We've but done it's, it it's, almost every year. Yeah, but it's mm-hmm. it's really it's a nice reminder to be like, okay, what's the story? What are the differences? Mm-hmm. Yeah, where does it come from, and how do mm-hmm. we hear it? Yeah. Um, so yeah. I will say I did it with my Bible study the other week, and they struggled. Oh. They struggled oh. because it is really hard because we kind of think of it as one yeah. lovely, seamless story. But it, each gospel writer has a different bend on the story. And some have, uh, spoiler, no Christmas story at all. What? Yeah. And by some, I mean two. two. But we'll get there. Yeah. Two-ish. Yeah. Two-ish. John is ish. Eh. Yeah. Eh. Eh. I wouldn't call his a Christmas story. It's a beginning story. It's an origin story. It's an origin story, but it's not very Christmassy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, yeah, so the Christmas story is, a, is the greatest mashup of all time. Um, really, <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's a quilt of stories to create one Christmas story. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, so, so we thought we'd go through that, and then we'll just see where it leads us. Yeah, whether it leads us to cookies, songs, movies, whatever, you know, mm-hmm. Christmas season. Uh, Pastor Andrew's no favorite Christmas movies. Movie. No, no, no. But you know, I was listening to uh, Andrew Andrew Bird's Hark yesterday. Oh. Have you heard that one? No, that came I out. Haven't. I th- came out last year. Like it's oh. a great little Christmas album. Ooh, yeah. So I do like some Andrew Bird. Does he yeah. whistle? Whistle. All There's the some whistling songs? on there. No, it's not all of it though. <laughs> that would be a little. That might be too much. That would be excessive. Just a little. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, yeah, no favorite Christmas movies. Um, so if y'all have favorite Christmas movies that I should watch, mm-hmm. feel free to reach out. Yes. Um, Elf. That's mine. You know, I'm a simple I never, person. I uh, love me yeah. some Elf. That's good. Mm-hmm. good. Elf. I also love White Christmas, too. The old classic? Yeah. That old chestnut? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we watched that one yesterday. That one's good. Okay. That one's good. Huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We also yeah. always watch Home Alone around Christmas. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I get that. I, I yeah. People but, thought my brother and I looked like Macaulay Culkin when we were kids. We we're of that generation. I could see it. Yeah, that was just kind of weird. Yeah. But um, yeah. It's weird to be famous. <laughs> weird to be famous. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, if I had to pick a favorite, like of of the movies that like I I'd gravitate towards, like if I were to watch a Christmas movie, probably mm-hmm. Muppet Christmas Carol. But like, yeah, I don't I don't have like I need to watch this to feel in the Christmas mm-hmm. season type of thing. But 
Anyway, that's not that doesn't no, need to be debated here. No, it's, we uh, better, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I like that guy. That's my favorite ghost. Yes. I don't like the first ghost, the baby ghost. That one's very scary. I that one's terrifying. <laughs> to me, that one's more terrifying than the final ghost. The faceless ghost. Okay, I could see that. Yeah. I, I could see that. Yeah, the right. floating baby ghost. Yeah. That's Yeah. It's interesting. Like mm-hmm. creepy and funny have this very slight boundary. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. think I'd call it funny. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, so that's Christmas movie. That's, that's been the Christmas movie movies discussion. with Pastor right. Andrew and Pastor Molly. <laughs> All right. Now on to uh, the Gospels. Yeah, because Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. I've never actually seen Die Hard. Okay, all right. So I can't really speak yeah. for it, but I've, I people ooh. feel strongly about this, which is strange. I feel like if it is tech, if it is a Christmas movie, Christmas has to be one of the main characters in the movie. Ooh, Christmas has character. Christmas has to be one of the main characters. Like interesting. Yeah. The personification anthropomorphized. Well, well when you think about Elf, like for sure, a Christmas movie because Christmas Major is subject. the main. Yeah, yeah one of the main yeah. characters, right? Yeah. Uh, White Christmas, one of the main characters is Christmas, right? Yeah. Everything's about Christmas, right? I wouldn't, I mean, while I enjoy watching Home Alone around Christmas, I don't think I'd call it a Christmas movie. Yeah, Because the point is not Christmas. The point is he's been abandoned by his family. Same with, uh, what is it, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation or whatever. I hate that movie. Yeah, but anyway. But that one is, is fully about Christmas. More, much more so than Home Alone. Yes. I'm not sure it's fully about Christmas. Well, it doesn't it's, have to be fully about yeah. Christmas, but Christmas yeah. is one of the main characters because none of that would have been happening. Like, Home Alone could have taken place at any other time of the year. All right. Right? Okay. I'm not going to They're just it, going but, on yeah. vacation. National Lampoon's, it's all about him preparing for Christmas. The Christmas lights wouldn't make sense any other time of the year. No, but all the family dynamics and a lot of the things that make it funny yeah. are based on funny other question things. mark. I don't right. think it's yeah. funny. Anyway, I watched okay. that whole movie. I don't laugh once. Eh. Hmm. I haven't seen in a long time, nor do I. I watched like it recently, I said, and I was movie. not pleased. Okay. So. <laughs> all right. All right. Duly noted. <laughs> do not show Ma- Faster Molly <laughs> National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Okay, on to the Gospels so, uh, Christmas quiz. Actually, talking about relevant things related yeah. to the real Christmas story, not just uh, cheesy movies. Yeah. Um. So this quiz gives you questions and it asks which of the following gospels is this found in matthew mark luke john or none yeah none nunzo um so the first question is angels announce the birth of jesus to shepherds in the fields all right um matthew no this is luke this luke luke Shepherds, Luke is shepherds. Oh, shepherds is Luke. Darn shepherds it. is Luke. I just did this too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, no. Nope. Okay. okay. Yep. So shepherds are Luke. Okay. Um, this one's easy. Joseph has dreams. That's Matthew. Yeah. yeah. Also Genesis. Different Joseph. Yeah. Boom, boom. Yeah, wow. right? Which Joseph? Which, by the way, this is, I mean, so just an interesting side note um, that, you know, we don't often really talk about in the same way is that... Um, is that a lot of the gospel story and the, like the birth stories have um, parallels or or relationships to Old Testament stories or characters mm-hmm. that they're not isolated, and we often read it in isolation, yeah. 
Um, I mean, yeah, we get Isaiah and some of the prophecy during Advent, but we don't often think about like, okay, so who are the characters that have had dreams or visions? Who has had theophany and mm-hmm. and has had God speak to them directly? Who has how has this all played out? So that what is in the, what is the actual backdrop? And so Joseph is part of that, right? Yeah, so, right. But I, I think it's just yeah. it's an interesting thing that we often just think about. Well, the Christmas story is the Christmas story, mm-hmm. but like, yeah, but it's woven into this much bigger narrative. Mm-hmm. So. And yeah, and the gospel writers, it's always good to remember, right? They're literary masters. So, well, some of them. Well, I would say all of them have their own little bent, right? They do. I would say they they masterfully masterfully do what they are trying to do. Yes. I would not yeah. necessarily. Yeah, they're they're master who's, storytellers. Who's not a master on your list? <laughs> it's not, well, it depends on how you understand like writing, right? Like in Greek, but that's that's a whole other story. Um, but when you yeah, when you think about the connections and the first hearers, right? They're gonna hear a character named Joseph, and it's gonna make a lot of sense to them. That Joseph's going right. to have the dream, right? You know. Exactly. There are all these little hints for those who are in the know, right? Very true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Number three. Jesus is the pre-existent word of God. John. Right. Mm-hmm. Mr. Gnostic, spiritual fuzzy wuzzy. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God, but the word was not God, but the word was kind of God and God had the word, but the word wasn't in the world. But the l- the light shines in the, the darkness, darkness and the darkness, darkness does, does not overcome, overcome it. it. Right. John. Yeah. John. The wordsmith. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If there's imagery involved, vines, light, things like that, mm-hmm. it's Johnny boy. Oh, John. Um, oh, John. So. One of the beautiful things, though, um, is just thinking about John's story and thinking about that um, that while he doesn't give us the narrative that um, that like Matthew and Luke and uh, give us, like John gives us a theological understanding of who God is from the get go. Yeah, that isn't it's not, and you know it. We need all of it, but like at the same time, like there's something kind of powerful about. How John starts, mm-hmm. like it is very reminiscent to creation, of, throwbacks to yes, the creation yeah, story, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so John was like all the way back at the beginning of Genesis. That's where we're starting with this. Way, way back, many centuries ago, <laughs> not long after the Bible began. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, next question. The story begins with John the Baptizer's preaching and teaching. Oh, preaching and baptizing. Sorry. Mark. Mark, yeah. Yeah. Mark. So Mark leaps over Jesus' childhood. Um, we start with John. Now, you might recall from stories earlier uh, in Advent, and that we've talked about, um, John plays a key role even in utero because of Elizabeth and mm-hmm. Elizabeth and Mary um, and uh, their interaction as family with and support for one another. But Mark says, no babies. Mark says no babies. No babies. No babies. Only adult baptisms. Just yeah. He doesn't say that, but it, it starts with that. It starts with that. The, I mean, the one thing to think about, so there's this there's this general theory that Mark is uh, is source material for Matthew and Luke along with another source cue, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so we don't really know um, exactly, um, you know, where some of this comes from. But Mark is also more terse 
So Mark is very pointed in his, in Mark's truck, writing. Trucks right along. Yeah. And so from point. that perspective, he's just kind of like, let's just dive in. Mm-hmm. Um, forget the baby. Like, yep. let's go into what is. We don't need no baby. It's like, we know he's human. We got mm-hmm. this. And yes. God. But like, yeah, it's, it's interesting. So, okay. Jesus is descended from Adam, the son of God. None. Yeah, pretty much. None. No, because yeah. that's not what it says. In the gospel. (laughs) So Matthew gives us a genealogy. Yes. But it does not go back to Adam. Adam, And also it does not refer to Adam as son of God. No, 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 no. Nay, nay. Because Adam's line kind of via Noah. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, we get we get some different. I think we go back to Abraham, right? Like, but yeah. we don't go. Wait, that's a little question later. Shh. Oh, sorry, my bad. Yeah. Um, Joseph, Mary, and Jesus go into hiding in Egypt. Matthew. Correct. Mm-hmm. That is that is that is Matthew. Um, yeah, you want um, you know, this is that's a really interesting question to think about with Matthew and thinking about the parallels, um, with the stories of like Egypt, Moses. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's also Joseph's dream, right? Yeah. Like, so it's it's interesting that 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 origin it's very story. Genesis it's very Genesis rooted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, and Matthew is considered what the rabbi of the of the crew, right? I don't Luke's know. the doctor. I think Matthew's kind of the. Oh yeah, the physician. Luke, the physician. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think Matthew might be considered. So it might be that Ma- that's in part because Matthew really weaves in those mm-hmm. uh, Hebrew scripture stories, right? Yeah, all interesting. Huh. Thinking about that. So. Okay, fun. Um and. An angel announces the conception of John the Baptist to Zechariah. Luke. Wait. No. Yes? Luke. Yeah. 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 I thought I was thinking, oh, no, is that a, a trick one? But that's true because Zechariah, then Zechariah is like, I don't is know. mute and I don't believe Elizabeth. you. Yeah, the and story. And the angel is like, well, then you don't get to talk until your baby's born, Zechariah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's got to be quiet. I know, right? Mm-hmm. And he's a preacher. And he's got to be quiet. <laughs> so it must like have been torturous. Nine months of quiet for a preacher. <laughs> nine months of silence. Yes. And that is, that's, mm-hmm. yeah, that's spectacular in such a yes. messy way. But Luke is the whole Elizabeth and Zachariah situation. Yeah. So which leads yeah. us into number eight. Mary visits a pregnant Elizabeth. Luke, right? Luke, Because yep. we were just talking which about we that. we just did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then uh, Magi from the east visit Jerusalem and Bethlehem. <gasps> Matthew. Matthew, right? Um, and you know, this is a really interesting question because, um, the Magi's visit, we don't actually know that this also happens right after Jesus is born. Odds are it happens a couple of years later. Yeah, he could have been two hanging out there. Right. We mm-hmm. do not know. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is just kind of a really interesting piece is that like, we often assume a narrative, a linear arc for the time and the yeah. chronology, but that is actually not, all these stories serve different purposes, right? Like, mm-hmm. The shepherds are representative and tell us something about a relationship with God and the announcement. So, mm-hmm. so do the magi. Yeah. So does how this happens with Joseph and Mary with Elizabeth. And like, I'm not saying that they're not literally true in a historical sense, but they're also there is more to the story than just them as a linear chronological character. Mm-hmm. They're purposeful. They're purposeful. Yeah. There's and, intent behind their character and um, what what is shared. Which that's so, in Matthew as well, right? Wait. Magi. Yeah. yeah, the Magi are in Matthew. Which is interesting, too, because in um, what we just got done reading in uh, Numbers is the story of Balaam, son of Beor, who's 
the wise man from the east Ooh, who right. won't um who gets visited by God. So it's very interesting that these people from the east know God in the sense of the same way that the Israelites would know God. And so he's the one who comes and tells the king that he won't curse the Israelites, even though the king wants them to be cursed. Which so. is really powerful. And another mm-hmm. way to point out that Matthew is super inclusive, right? Like the genealogy mm-hmm. includes these women and these stories, these women who are not Jewish um, in Matthew's genealogy. Oh, right? in the genealogy. genealogy yeah, okay, at the yes. beginning of Matthew's mm-hmm. gospel, like yeah. some of the characters are not even Jewish. They might, they're on the outsides of the community, mm-hmm. yet they're included in Jesus's genealogy. Yeah. There are like five women, three of them aren't even mm-hmm. Jewish. And, um, and they, they're important to that story. And here you have three wise people mm-hmm. from the East that are probably, that are not Jewish, that are from a no. different, so what, but there's how, this somehow radical they know in- God. Right. Right. That God, the, that, Yeah. That the knowledge of God is beyond just one tribe or community. Yeah, which yeah. sets up the theme in the Gospels that Jesus came to the Jewish people, but beyond. Somehow the people beyond are better at understanding it than they. Sometimes, right? In it's a just, sense. It depends, it depends on the Gospel, on who, too. It depends <laughs> on who story. it is, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's a really interesting, it's, mm-hmm. a, it's an interesting question and a, and a and kind of a fun one to think about that that the inclusivity of Christianity starts from the the origin story of Christianity mm-hmm. of the, of Christ's birth yeah. and the announcement of Christ's birth Who that, gets grafted that, onto the tree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is really interesting because it, it then kindly points out that exclusivity has become an adoption later on. Mm-hmm. That the original church was in many ways radically inclusive. Yeah. Yeah. Fun. Yes. All right. Thank you. So, All right, Jesus is descended from Abraham and David. All right, all Mm -hmm. right. So we just talked about that. Genealogy is in Matthew. Matthew. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The gospel doesn't mention Jesus before his adult ministry. Oh, I already shared that too. Yeah. Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Mark. Also known as the disciples. Yeah, but also technically kind of, well, wait, John. Does John have boy Jesus? No. So So technically John Mark and John as Mm -hmm. well. Um, I guess if you count Jesus as the origin of the word as pre-adult ministry, but I don't know that I would. No, I, I guess I would count him as both for okay. that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mary sings the Magnificat. Ah, uh, Luke. Luke. Yeah, Luke, Luke is so. Luke is all about Mary. Matthew is all about Joseph. Yeah, in a sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is really interesting because when you think about it, um, Luke is all about justice, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in many ways, for the poor. And so in some ways, this feminist lifting up, yeah. I can't say that Luke is perfect with that. No, but if you remember the Magnificat, it's all about God lifting, lifting up, up the lowly right. and yep. crushing the proud and the thoughts of their hearts and all yeah. that jazz. And then so. Matthew is writing mostly to a Jewish population, and he is proclaiming this radical inclusivity to a mm-hmm. community that has that is struggling to understand. That. Yes. So um, yeah, interesting dynamics. Huh. Yeah. Huh. All right. All right. The birth of Jesus is dated by the mention of Augustus and Quirinius. That's Luke too. It is Luke. Luke, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Lukey Luke. Yeah, but it comes. It's like in Luke chapter two. Yes, it mm-hmm. is after. Um, it is after the Zechariah Elizabeth story. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Ooh, Herod's soldiers Ooh. slaughter toddlers. Oh, I hate this story. Um, <laughs> death of the instance. Um. 
Yeah, so this is uh, this is Matthew, yeah. right? Which I is mean, another connection back to the Old Testament and Moses and plagues and Herod mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, and kings and but the Pharaoh. It's the opposite, right? Jesus kills. Or <laughs> Jesus, Jesus kills. kills. <laughs> Jesus does not kill. Oh, sorry, Jesus saves. sorry. God does. The Passover is the killing. Yeah, the Passover of is is the infants, right? The firstborn. Yeah. Sons. So this is a this is a, a turnabout in some mm-hmm. ways. This is a flip of the narrative, mm-hmm. um, which which raises really interesting questions, right? Is in some ways it 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 allows us to say that God uses the means of life and of death mm-hmm. for life, right? To save. Yeah. And that is really complicated and messy, and we're not going to go there right now. No. But like, but That's I think a it's a discussion for another day. Yeah, but yeah, but I mean, oof. yeah, anyway. Yeah. And it's thinking about justice too. Very much so. What does really justice look like? Which is interesting because it's labeled. It's in Matthew that this is mm-hmm. right. So it's not. Yeah. It's, so the point may be a hearkening back, back to probably to the Passover story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big yep. time. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the baby Jesus is wrapped in clothes and placed in a feed box. Luke? Yeah. Yeah. She- I think shepherds. Yes. Oh, that's yeah. fair. Because they're told you will find a baby lying in a manger, box, manger. wrapped in swaddling, swaddling clothes. clothes. Yep. Nice. Yep. Yeah. An angel announces Jesus's birth to Mary. An angel went from God <laughs> to a town called Nazareth. Well, Holden's over for two. I know. For yeah. the season. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So this would be Luke. Luke. Mm-hmm. Yep. Remember Luke, Mary. Mm-hmm. Luke is Mary. A special baby is born to old and previously barren parents. Luke. Luke. Yeah, yep. Elizabeth Zechariah. Elizabeth, um, yeah. Old is relative. We talked about that before, too. We don't really know what yeah. this means. People really want to think of her as, like, in her 60s, but... But that might not be fair. Yeah. Um, the reality is that by the time she's in her 20s, if she has not conceived a child, she may be considered barren mm-hmm. based on an assumption. Yeah. Barren yeah. doesn't mean old. Correct. It just means right. No baby. No baby. Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, a star announces the birth of the king of the Jews to Eastern astrologers. Oh, uh, Matthew. Matthew. Yeah. yeah. So Matthew yeah. has the wise, wise folks, astrologers, philosophers, whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, Luke has uh, shepherds. Mm-hmm. So the next question: a Star leads the Magi to the infant Jesus at Bethlehem's stable. Matthew. Matthew. And the next yeah. one, shepherds visit Mary, Joseph, and Jesus in Bethlehem stable. Well, actually, 18 and 19, we had a little debate about these. In, oh, because they're Bible actually study. not necessarily true. No, no, no. They both are true. Mm, but they're not. What? They're not necessarily both mm-hmm. fully true. I think we've talked about this before because 19, the Magi do not necessarily come to the stable. They come oh. to Bethlehem. Oh. Right? But it might be a later time. See, whereas the we... shepherds come gotcha. to the stable or to the... Stable. stable, right? Okay, we got into yeah. the argument over the star announcing the birth and the star leading the Magi, which oh, both of those interesting. are true. Yes, that is true. It announces yeah. it, and that's why they come and meet up with Herod, and then they're led to the place by the star as well. Right, but they might be in an apartment by this time. You know, they're actually <laughs> they're in, they got um, they got Section Eight, so they're actually in. I mean, they're that's nice. I mean, they got a place to live. Yeah, They're yeah, but they don't moving. go to the stable. There we go. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. The magi are not Good going point. to the stable. The shepherds are. Yes. So both of these have elements of truth to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the second one, except for eighteen, is true. 
Oh, 18 is totally true. I was talking yeah. about like 20. 19, yeah. yeah. Yeah, 19, yeah. Question 20 19, is true. 20 is true. The shepherd's visiting at the stable. At the stable. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Tricky, yeah. tricky. Tricky, tricky. Well, that's it, folks. Yeah. For our questions anyway. Our questions. Yeah. Uh, so so I'll just ask, uh, Molly, do you have do you have any like traditions that you just have to do this time of year? Like are there are there specific cookies or things that you just like got to bake or mm-hmm. things you got to Is there a is there a Christmas song or carol that you have to hear? Hmm. Or that you try to avoid to hear like the little drummer boy challenge? What? You don't know about What's this? What's the little drummer boy you challenge? You just try to hold off on hearing the little drummer boy to the last possible moment and maybe make it to Christmas without. Oh. It's very it's very hard because any... it comes on the radio and it's in it's playing oh. in like Target and like okay. everywhere. Yeah. I don't have any problem with the little drummer boy. It's okay. I don't really either, but at the same time mm-hmm. it's kind of everywhere. I would say that Christmas is not complete without the lighting of the candles in the silent night, holy night. Ooh, I, and then I agree with you. a raucous round of go tell it on the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. All the other things are wonderful. Like last night, we, um, uh, my mom and my nephew were here and Em and my boyfriend. We made uh, sugar cookies and decorated them. Um, nice. Half of them were actual Christmas cookies and the other half were um, cat shaped cookies. So that was fun. Um, But the cat heads, my nephew decided they were Pikachu heads, not cat heads. So Intriguing. Yes, yes. Did he decorate them accordingly? He decorated them creatively. Okay, all right. right. (laughs) So I feel like cookies are always great. You know, having the Christmas tree up and all the lights off in your house, except for the Christmas tree lights, is always an important moment, you know. I yeah. love giving gifts, so that's... I mean, I just love all the parts of Christmas. All the parts you know? of Christmas, yeah. We also went and saw the Christmas lights at the one house in in Marquette. Oh, in the township? Yeah, yeah. that's okay. a great Christmas lights display. We have not mm-hmm. done that yet. We mm-hmm. went and we saw the ones down at the Ore Dock, um, the laser lights. Ooh. Those are pretty cool. Okay, um, okay. That's not a tradition. That's for, I mean, that's new. I've never done um, that before. They're cool. Um, I think they're running. They're still running. I don't know. That's a good question. I'll look it up. Um, uh, for what me, about you? Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, so uh, mold wine, Ooh. like, always makes me feel like Christmas is coming. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm totally with you on the silent night and candles. Yeah. Um, like worship, like which n- besides being a pastor, worship like cr- Christmas Eve needs a worship service. It does. It mm-hmm. does. I, and I, mean, I think I would feel that way whether I was a pastor or not. It's true. I, mm-hmm. I agree. Um, I think specific, there are some specific cookies that, like, I mm-hmm. think I, I feel like, like, if I get the chance making spring early, which is an anise cookie that generally traditionally sits. I know you're 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 not you're not a fan of that, but I I love it. Um, mm-hmm. There's, yeah, I mean, just some traditional some foods that I associate with family this time of year, but mm-hmm. like, I don't know, like, yeah, Christmas music to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I love I love listening to various albums and Mm -hmm. different music and hearing new things. Um, Really not a huge fan of a lot of the pop Christmas songs, but like, um, I like listening to them once or twice, but I don't really want to listen to them on repeat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I guess I'd agree with you on that. But I will listen to the Charlie Brown Christmas album on repeat. Well, Vince Giraldi. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, that's yeah. There's, there's favorite Christmas song, favorite Christmas song, Mm -hmm. like by not, like you mean like a hymn or like a anything, anything. Mm-hmm. Um, 
You know, one that like I have the strongest memories with is Oh Holy Night. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't hear it very often oh, anymore. Oh Holy Night. Yeah, I, it can be overdone. Uh. <laughs> it can be. I like that though. <laughs> yeah, it can be. But I just remember like, and I don't know if I've shared this story on the podcast before, but like I just remember like um, growing up, the um, church I attended as a child, um, we had uh, an adult group of folks with developmental disabilities. Um, and one of the guys, um, I don't know exactly what his, um, you know, disability was with um, developmentally, but um, faced challenges. Mm-hmm. But he had, he had a lovely, lovely voice, mm. and he would sing "Oh Holy Night." Mm. And there were always pieces of it that were slightly tortured, <laughs> but at the same time, watching him do it was one of the most beautiful things yeah. because in some ways it was the quintessential Christmas, like that this night, the holiness of the night is for, is not for perfection mm. as much as for the broken world needs yeah. the inbreaking of God's perfection. Oh, that's so beautiful. So like, yeah. so for me, I can't hear that song without seeing him singing yeah. it on the chancel yeah. and being like, you know, so, so to me, that's that song but like mm-hmm. i don't know otherwise like i just you know yeah. i like a lot of the different christmas although i will say you know there are some that are now on the blacklist just because they're so sketchy and bad i know <laughs> right like some of the old the old songs are just oof. Uh, uh, yeah you know yeah there's some remakes that are good yeah. but um yeah. but yeah. yeah i i always need to hear the have yourself a merry little christmas the judy garland version oh from, okay you know, i think yeah. i said before meet me in st louis is a family yeah. like Christmas slash like New Year's like around that time tradition gotcha. for us, and yeah. so hearing that is always just very. It always makes me kind of cry a little bit because yeah, yeah, such a good movie. And they go and destroy the snow people. <laughs> 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 that and my my I would say over the past few years my newest favorite song is the Sufjan Stevens Friendly oh. Beasts. That Christmas album is fantastic. It's a good Christmas album. It is. But it is. I love the done. Friendly Beast song because there's just something so like lovely about thinking all the animals surrounding Jesus yeah. and like bringing yeah. what they've got. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. a beautiful. Yeah. I like it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And and I mean everybody. I'm sure all of you who who tune in. Um, have your own favorites um, over the years, ones that maybe remind you from childhood. Maybe some of it is special things with family or relationships. Mm-hmm. Some of it may just be that you just like it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'll be honest, I need at least one dose of Mannheim Steamroller, but after that, I don't have <laughs> to listen to it for pretty much the rest of Christmas. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I just kind of feel the urge I need to hear it for mm-hmm. some reason. Maybe it's because I'm a child of the 90s. I do don't know. You, uh, <laughs> do they play the Mannheim Steamrollers at the laser lights display? No, oh. or I mean, we were in our car, so maybe they okay. were playing it outside. I don't know. That would like be pretty amazing. That would be perfect. Or Trans Siberian like, Orchestra. Yeah, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. The Trans Siberian Orchestra. Yeah, that, that might would be, better. be perfect for a laser light it show. It would be pretty good for that. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, intriguing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I guess, you know, we hope that everybody has a safe Christmas, Christmas Eve. And if you're traveling, stay safe too. And. May you just enjoy those lovely little traditions that you have. Cause, Absolutely. You know. And and may the traditions, may everything of this, this season, may it draw you closer to the love of God, however that is manifest. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it be baked goods, music, <laughs> trees, family, snow, trees, snow, whatever stress, it might be. 
Maybe you know? not stress. <laughs> eh, you know, I, I you ask God to take it on. You know, you, you do. I, mm-hmm. you know, I definitely would say that there are times where stress has brought me closer to God. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. So, That's but. Nice. <laughs> um, Hopefully, there are, the God will bring you the peace of the season as well. Absolutely. Um, but, but Merry Christmas, y'all! This is, this is our final podcast until the new year. By the way, um, we are taking a hiatus, um, at least a from a little post a little year. a little post New Year. Um, I will be away, um, and so we will be we will be back. I think the third week. Uh, in January, we'll probably be back in the twenties of January. Twenties, yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. So we'll be back then. Um, we will maybe post a few sermons in between, but otherwise, it'll be. It'll be kind of quiet. So um, uh, have a wonderful Christmas tide um, epiphany, start of the new year, and we look forward to being back with you, um, back with you then. So um, thanks for being with us. You've been listening to the Queen City Preachers podcast here at Messiah Lutheran Church. I'm Pastor Andrew. And I'm Pastor Molly. And be well, friends.